Okay, it is the podcast on a Tuesday. As Corey, always. Uh, let me start <laughs> the music Tuesday. before your attitude kicks in. Okay, tell us. Uh, welcome to the I want to tell them a story from our history. Okay, this is wild. Corey walks in <laughs> this morning and says, do you remember? Yeah, I think about it every day before I go to Listen, on my way here, I was cackling in the car. You're lucky you have window ticks. <laughs> okay, let me set the stage. We are third, fourth grade around. We're at church with these long dresses my grandma made. So think a lot of little frills. It's to yeah, the I think ankle. Really second grade. I want to. I, I don't think I would have remembered second grade. Barely remembered first. Miss Henderson was <laughs> Oh, see, I didn't remember. first. So in the the church bathroom like there's a ton of stalls just like you would go in you know to any like a tarjay where there's a, du- a ton of stalls against the wall uh-huh. so i always like to go to the last one so no one heard me dingle but Which when i was, was there that early in the morning true but just in case especially when it's silent that early in the morning you went to your privacy yeah, parents did the welcome booth <laughs> <laughs> really so i went to the final stall down this row of stalls but when i went and i almost got to it i stepped in what had happened, I guess, overnight was I mean, one of the oh, toilets. No, let, me, let me paint the picture. Have you guys ever been to a Lorette cavern <laughs> and the untouched water is so pure, like, <laughs> it reflects back? <laughs> so the water had overflowed in the last toilet and had taken over the majority of the floor space, but the water was so still that it looked that like there was no water there. So when I stepped... Then it created a ripple effect. And I was like, oh, it overflowed. You can see the thought forming for your head. She runs back to me. So then I, I, I don't know. I'm in church. We're getting ready to restart something. <laughs> like, we haven't even started yet, but I claim my seat. <laughs> I don't know why I had this right idea, but I went back to Heather. I took the whole, went all the way back, and I said, hey, Let's race. You want to play something? <laughs> Let's race to the last all the bathroom. And I was Let's like, absolutely, <laughs> absolutely. That's what I'd like See, to See, if do. you weren't so competitive, you would have learned your lesson. Did you put money? Did you have candy I think on I said, I, I will give you yeah, candy it had to be whoever wins. I, I am not. The risk was worth it. You can't give me a stand up if there's not something riding on. So we take off. I have to obviously be slower okay, than say, Heather, and I'm not. You can't run. So We're someone's power says, trends. Slow down. <laughs> so Heather slows. So I have to, like, I'm crawling at this point. As soon as Heather turns into the bathroom, she hits, like. Speed on. <laughs> Of course, now I'm speedy because I want to see what happens when Heather hits the water. I don't know if my mind has recreated this. Those little church shoes that have completely yeah, think the black. They were a death trap. Heather is almost look like she's on two pair of skis. Yeah, she hits the water and hits the wall. Well, it falls over. I'll let you know the speed didn't dissipate. I just transitioned to a new type of speed. The water skis. She Corey. falls over. Okay, this long dress. Our grandma is, made matching dresses. Is now soaked. Okay, now I'm coming to grips with like I didn't think this through. Now I have all the power and all the water. Heather's like on the border of crying. She can't even have a wrinkled sock, let alone a wet dress. Yeah, we all have our <laughs> So I'm like, please, please, don't tell mom and dad. We'll I'll switch, switch dresses. Of course, me and Heather have this weird cootie problem. Not that we didn't spend nine months together, bun to bun, That's in the womb. I didn't want to wear your clothes. <laughs> Others said no, and they said, I'll give you my candy for the next like four weeks. <laughs> you got a candy if you told him you forgot to put the verse on chalkboard. <laughs> good memories, good, good memories. Welcome to this podcast, which is not about us at the Greater <laughs> Church, <laughs> but it is about a Facebook group called um, the Sugar Cookie oh, Marketing Group. I almost forgot about it. And it's called Church. <laughs> 
you're supposed to raise your twin and get a candy. Uh, but I think it's now 44,000. I saw it move over. You know, I got in there. Mm-hmm. And so I'm going to let some people in. <laughs> we have 9,000 vending people. Somebody had messaged the page and they're like, I've been waiting for years. And I keep deleting and requesting. And I feel like that's the worst thing you could do is delete and re-request. 9,000 people vending. Which My husband awesome. just texted me and said, Ray has diarrhea and he vomited. <laughs> Are you distracted today? A little. I, I can't get you off your phone. A I little. can't get you to tell him about marketing. <laughs> okay. I'm in. I'm in. You got me for 30 minutes. So it's the Sugar Cookie Marketing Group on Facebook. And what we're able to see is a lot of marketing questions that evolve from the baking industry. Kind of What's the great group. is you have small bakers, big bakers, new bakers, old bakers, fun bakers. Something bar, something blue. Yeah. <laughs> so you can learn a lot from everyone around the world because, I mean, we is. got worldwide things in there so if you have like a cottage question odds are there's someone that's in your same state that we can connect you with but we also like to see what topics are kind of trending bring them to the podcast so while you're decorating while you're knee deep in royal icing cursing that cookie that you just dropped your scribe on you can listen to it <laughs> yeah and that brings us to today's topic and it's about branding and i know we've covered this before but never a bad time to do a re-refresher you know because people are constantly coming into the industry right. And leaving. And leaving. And leaving their handles taken. <laughs> and rebranding. <laughs> right. So when you kind of think, like Corey started this with before I press record so that gem was lost. She said that when you're getting started, it's the best time to brand because you don't have the cost of rebranding. You don't have the angst of rebranding when you have to tell your audience, hey, what you knew is no longer. Yeah. You're and a clean slate. A clean yeah. slate. You can do everything right. Or you can do it wrong. So we just want to say, hey, if you're either thinking of rebranding or you're getting started and you're like, hey, I need to solidify this. I need to become a business. Here's the things to think of so you don't have to rethink them and regret it a year from now. Yeah, because I went through a rebrand. You did. Pain in the in the booty hole. Pain. Corey, the only reason why we can speak with expertise on this is because we've learned the hard way. <laughs> so the first one, and this one's always the quick one, start here because if this is a no, you got to change your name. Yeah. And it's the legal aspect of it. So when you think of, sometimes people say copywriting, I think it's different. We're talking about trademarking. It's the name, the word, the words used in it. Uh-huh. I know you can trademark other things, but I can only speak to the verbiage. So we trademarked sugar cookie market. I no reason. <laughs> Just wanted to see no one how was it was. <laughs> it was the biggest pain in my bun hiney. <laughs> like, okay, so I said, well, I, let me just, because I was going to teach a class on it. No, <laughs> I can refer you to somebody. <laughs> I said, let me just ma- like do it myself because you can file your own. Yeah. Papers. And this is like the government's like, listen, it, there's an escape room. And if you escape, you can trademark it, but we will keep your money if you, tra- if you trade, if you file incorrectly. Yeah. Of which it was impossible to know how to file correctly. They do not refund your money. They yeah. just reject it. So it, yeah, and keep your money in there. Better, better luck next time. Try again. I was in tears. Game no, I didn't cry, but I did find a, a – so as soon as I rejected it, all these lawyers are like, hey, you need help? Yeah, whatever that <laughs> – you so know, like, you scratch my back, I scratch yours. Yeah, so I went through the 50 emails of people being like, LOL, you go for it. <laughs> and I hired somebody, and then they did it. But it was interesting to see the process. So with before you even talk to a lawyer, before you even have to file yourself, you can look up the trademarks that are that are filed and if they're active. And what you might be saying to yourself right now is, I'm just starting out. I don't have the cash. Well, we're not saying go and trademark yours We're right now. We're look. saying don't choose one that has been trademarked because yes. you set yourself up from getting a letter that said you're violating my trademark. This is like a wild trademark story that I think about never. First, I think about falling in the bathroom in the water, and then I think about <laughs> it. But uh, 
I had this, there was this car show and the guy who ran the car show didn't want to be affiliated with the car show. He ran the restaurant yes. where the car show was good. He said, I don't want to be affiliated with it because then I have to get legal involved. Like I have mm-hmm. to get insurance. I have to get, you know, port bodies or something like, he's like, this is just like an organic thing. And I said, well, everyone's asking so many questions about it and they're coming to me thinking that I have anything to do with it. It was like, well, you answer the questions as long as you answer them. I don't yeah. have to. So I was like, okay, well, can I set up a website? Cause you know, I like yeah, a website. And you like, yeah, absolutely. So oh, really, funny how you like that website, but I don't have one. Okay, go on, go on, go. Just make it's it ruin me for just websites. <laughs> so for a year, I ran this website, and people were like, "Oh, this has got all the information you'd ever need about this one specific car." So that was pretty popular in the area. And then, uh, then someone's like, "Can I get a T-shirt or something?" So I was like, it's like "All the T-shirt says I can't have my Katie's." It was such an early car. Uh-huh. That was the joke is that it starts at like four or five a.m. Yeah, and I never went. <laughs> <It was super. laughs> And one person bought us a T-shirt, and it was just paying for my own yeah, hosting fees. Right, and you enjoyed whatever that was. I was not making any money. <laughs> so then he saw it, and immediately his wife was a lawyer, and he was a real type of guy. Yeah, he was, was a real like hide behind your wife's skirt that's wet from the water of the church. <laughs> and he came to me, and he was like, "We filed a trademark on the name," and I was like, "Okay." Like at the end of the day, you own the trademark, and he, yeah, he had filed it before, and I didn't want to file a trademark, uh-huh. so I just said, "Well, I'll never let the domain expire." <laughs> But I'll take down the website. Well, I was like, you're, I mean, you're just a little man, buddy. Right. But that goes to show you that you the lost. legal aspect yeah. wins over, you know, and I know that you can get into, well, I've been using it. I I don't think that, I'm sure we don't have deep enough pockets to fight to prove that you were using it before the trademark yeah. was filed. I don't know. There's this large ladies group in Loudoun County, and it oh, was yeah. called Rural Housewives of Loudoun County. And for short, what is the acronym? R L Real. R H of L C. That's what it was. You got it. Okay, so that's what it's. The group is ginormous. It's the the number one group. If you're in Loudon County, you would join this group. If you were a lady of Loudon, well, someone went and trademarked her name, and she had it. She owned the group, so guess who had to rebrand? She had to rebrand the whole thing. We really did take away the like the notoriety it, it, it. did because then you couldn't find it when you were typing in it so she had to change it it was crazy but she couldn't do anything about it so you're saying should people trademark it i mean at the end of the day it, you only trademark it so somebody else doesn't right that's the it the cost me point. if you're wondering hiring the lawyers i ended up finding one they were very nice it was 800 bucks 800 dollars. Mm-hmm. do you think that's worth it no Nice. Nice. But I would if somebody said, well, I'm sugar cookie marketing. I'm like, really glad I drink I know. Like but so weird- keep that in your the back of your mind, in your back pocket, in your wallet. Keep the $800. But if someone comes and I, I'm on Instagram all the time. The amount of bakers that have similar bakery names mm-hmm. is many. Life's a batch is out there 20 million times. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I've seen I it mean, a bazillion times. <laughs> Yeah, it's it's a rough one. So I guess my question is, if one person trademarks Life's a Batch, does everybody else get ruined? I think you can send it and say, here's my name. For you guys who think you're just going to trademark a bunch of stuff, I think you have to prove that you use it. Like I had yeah. a file that, that we had the podcast and stuff. Like I had to say all this thing. Although there's this TikTok drama and they trademarked this lady's handle. And TikTok took her account down <gasps> because they had the trademark. Mm-hmm. So we're oh, getting yeah. to this new world of oh, malicious trademark. Yeah, where social media handles yeah, matter. It really does make a difference. I mean, if anything, that was 15 years ago with that website. With I, the know, car show. So I know. It all exists there. So start with legal. If it's already taken, don't touch it. Just mm-hmm. move right along, buddy. You can't do anything. Yeah, and what you don't want to do is take it and think, oh, I'm small beans, right? I'll share the name with the person who has the trademark. No one will know. Mm-hmm. And then 
What if it's not small beans? What if this print? What, what if this is big beans? Yeah, what if this up? takes off? You start making a really good income from it, and then you're served with. Yeah. Hey, this is trademark. Yeah. So just something to keep in mind. And if you're getting started, I would not file a trademark. Personally, I would say, Absolutely. let me get started, see if this works. Let me find a brand that nobody's using, yes. and then I would make a Absolutely. decision maybe a year from now. Absolutely. I'm, yeah, I'm not trying to put a ton of money up front and then be like, I don't want to do this. <laughs> I don't really like it. Roy Lashing didn't play nice with me. I don't want to play with it anymore. <laughs> <laughs> okay. And then I would say, okay, if somebody is using, let's say nobody has the trademark, but somebody has the name. And that, the great example is Life's a Batch because you see it so often. It's such a cute name. It's a play on words. Yeah. It's a batch of cookies. Uh, then you're going to say, how many people will I be competing with in this space? So uh, there's an example. Oh yeah, this one client that I had. I'm just gonna say that Gabe's is a Gabe's is a furniture store. I think it is a no. We have it no, in the north too. There's like one, one in Woodbridge, right? Yeah. What is it? Is it discount? It's furniture? like a discount furniture store thing. And in the same space, in the same zip code, is Gabe's Automotive. So while they're not infringing each other, you got one is Gabe's Furniture and one's Gabe's Automotive. When you search, it will always try to populate Gabe's Furniture, which is a national yeah huge business and not Gabe's Automotive which is just servicing Woodbridge Virginia so I think like even okay even if you're not legally bound to the trademark of Gabe's Furniture and Gabe's Automotive you've got a huge branding problem in terms of searching yeah because when I type in I only know him as his shop as Gabe's Mm -hmm. I don't type in the word automotive. No, one, you will. I don't that know will be your spot. second search after the first. Yeah, so I Gabe's. type in Gabe's and then I click the, no, it's the furniture store. Thankfully, Gabe's Furniture and Gabe's Automotive, very clear distinction. Yes. But when we go to Life's a Batch, Virginia, Life's a Batch. Life's a, if you're life's a Life's a Batch person, I'm so sorry that we're picking yeah. up. <laughs> but Life's a Batch, you know, New Zealand, Life's a Batch, Maine. Yeah. Then you're like, okay, this is a little bit confusing for the audience because you all are s- selling cookies. And it's hard to know which one is different. You know, because you're like, oh, yeah, I've always been Life's Batch by Corey. But here's the problem. That new audience, they're not going to remember that one detail, Corey. No one even knows that. People call me Connie, man. Yep. <laughs> they really do. The interesting thing is, even if there's not a trademark filed, let's say within the state that you live in, you registered your business. Well, nobody else can name it that within the same state. Uh-huh. But that doesn't say, say cross-state they can. Right. And that's always confusing as well. I know my dad had a company and had an acronym. And another in a couple states away had the same thing. So our battle was not only to outrank people that were his competitors locally, but also this random company yeah. in states and states. Yeah. And so, if SEO isn't your, you you know, you're not investing in your SEO on your website, which is search engine optimization, then a lot of times when they search up your name, your competitors or someone who has a similar name will pop up. Right. Because your website hasn't been established. So bring it back again. The legal thing is see if it's trademarked, see if it's registered in your state. That doesn't give you free and clear, but if neither of those is touched, it's a good sign. But then we're going to go move over to branding. And then we're going to circle back to social, which okay. is not a legal aspect. But those two legal ones, you got to – if either one of those comes back with the red X, you got to yes. – don't even try. Don't fall in love with the name. No, don't. Fall in love with the not red X. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So then we go to branding. What I see the offense has done here is to make it and, – and I know we're like telling you to do one thing and telling you to do the other. When you make it too complicated, it makes branding really difficult. So, yes, keep it simple, stupid. Silly. 
Silly. Keep it you simple. Silly, silly goose. <laughs> so when I see really, really long names. Really long names. All I can picture in my head is if you put a logo with that and you need to put it on a business card that's three by two inches, it makes that really, really long name really, really hard. Really, really tiny. Yeah. And a lot of our audience are grandmothers, great grandmothers now, I guess, that are all like, that's really hard to read. So you could have the best name in all the branding world. Yeah. And if you can't read it, it's too complicated. Amazing custom cookies by Corey, Lakeridge, Virginia. That would be a long one. That would be a you long one. If, <laughs> if you have to grab your glasses yeah, to see it. Great test. Great mm. test. Yep. So try printing it really little. I think it'll be, it's always easy to see like two by three on my computer is the size of my face. I can make yeah, it the size it's, it of It looks great. Canva will be like, how much do you want to zoom in? <laughs> but when you print it on a really teeny tiny business card, which you can do a dry run and just print three, yeah. two inches by three inches on an eight and a half by 11 and see truly how small it is. I always, you know, I, we have these clients and did a little bit of like graphic design for them and they'd be like, add this, that, and the other. And I'm like, well, we're at eight size. Font. Right. Like eight is hard to read. At the end of the day, the, the page can't get any bigger. The font the stuff can only get smaller. Right. So when you think of that, I'd prefer keeping it simple. Now, Corey has a pretty long name. MCBB? Mixing Bowl Cookie Co. Oh, I got that wrong. Man, acronym, whatever. Is that an acronym? Are those Didn't things? I have your Wheaties this morning. I had, two, I had two bananas. Lay off one. <laughs> <laughs> we need to back you off the hands. <laughs> so with the branding, you know, Mixing Mo Cookie Company is a cute name. And when I can break it up, but now think of it in terms of the email address where it's a long oh, line. That, you're going to be spending a couple minutes time. Yeah. So that is something. I even look at course like, oh, that's long. <laughs> but can I keep it simple? The shorter it is. If you ever look up domains, you can't buy three character domains anymore. They're all taken and they're worth yeah. a billion dollars. Yeah. So like any actor. So then you get longer and longer and longer until they're so long. You're like, oh, my goodness. I wonder why nobody would ever want this. So there is too short. There is too long. There's too common and too complex. Yeah. And much like in life, everything kind of falls within the middle of these two, right? Uh, so unfortunately, branding is there's no right or wrong answer. It's somewhere in the middle. When I was doing the Vendi Blendy posts. Okay. Oh, sorry. I said the word. My bad. The thing we can't talk about. Yeah. Uh, the biggest thing that I saw was your name was one. Your website was different. But then I, I'm going to just type your name in because that's what's most natural these days. Right. But then it'll be like, 404, this website's not out. <laughs> or the handle. We're like, it's got to be this. Yeah. And they're like, this doesn't even But exist. like the handle, the name, and the websites mm-hmm. don't match. That is a confusing branding. And your audience doesn't – and Corey and I were invested. You literally had paid us. Yeah, like I was, I was going to search for right. it and find but it. But your audience is like, yeah, I need cookies like yesterday <laughs> and I'll pay your rush fee, but I don't want to f- hunch you mm-hmm. down in the vast caverns. Yeah. That's why I always appreciate that people have a website because I see it as air traffic control for branding. Like so right. if I can't find your brand, I'm going to go to your website. I'm going to scroll to the footer. That's where I'm always going to look. That's another thing. Like I know we were putting our – like it was trendy to put your face on your bakery Instagram account, yeah. but I don't know what you look like. But if your branding on Facebook is your logo, and then I go over here, I'm I'm literally guessing. I, I am looking for any sign to connect That's the I two. The hybrid is you bake your logo into a cookie that you're holding with your face. That is what I'm Listen, guys, I got to it. So keep the keep the branding simple. And when I'm talking about branding, not just a name, but also the logo. So as we move into the logo, I always want to ask this. I think the Munden keeps us honest. It I does. think it's, it takes no prisoners. If your logo is too complex, it'll be like it's like printing out nothing. It's like printing out air. <laughs> it's like got like two yeah. pixels on Munden, there. <laughs> if you don't know what 
a Munvin is. It's a brand of thermal printer. Thermal printer doesn't use ink. It uses heat to, uh, and it only does in black, right? So where there's a lot of color. Think of burns. Print. Burns are black. <laughs> Wherever it has a lot of color, it'll great, create a lot of black. Yeah. Wherever you have really light colors, it's really hard for it to read, but it'll do like a little speckling. A little speckling. But if you have like a very concentrated, like your your name is like, you know, the circle one that goes around it. It, it can't. It's just going to burn a little. If you want to know if your logo is too complicated or too light. Or Send it to too, a Munbin. Send it to a Munbin. Munbin will tell you the truth. <laughs> yeah. And it'll print two extra ones just to prove it to you. So it doesn't print on a Munbin because even from a branding perspective, if you need to label each cookie yeah. and it doesn't print on a Munbin, you're going to have an exponentially high cost going to a sticker company. Absolutely. And the stickers, guys, let me tell you the sticker market. It's charging its worth. <laughs> no wonder why Sticker Mule can run those discounts. They're still so expensive. So in London, I think I did the, I think it's like pennies, pennies yeah. per print. And then you can put that on the bottom of your cookie under the cell yeah. vein and people can unwrap it. But if you can't get your logo to show up, then what was the point of the branding? Right? Right. Then just put your ingredients in call yeah. it a day. So I always like to see if, you're, if your font is too thin, Munbin also. Yeah. If it's too thick. Munbin only. <laughs> but a lot of the time, so when we... When we think about kind of creating logos, a lot of people jump into Canva. Canva, um, I have not done the research. I think it is kind of very specific. That is very weird that it doesn't want you to always design your logo there. I know they because you got to pay for those clipboards, and I'm not touching that. Right. But from what I've seen, they're like dump. It's like corporate. Like you can use this for personal use. Corporate right. is a little. I'm bit not different. sure what the legality is behind it. I know when I buy stock photography and need to use it, I got to buy a certain commercial. Right. Website. So here's the issue. Canva is so easily accessible. Mm -hmm. It's just nice to jump in there and create something. Mm -hmm. But here's the thing. Everyone else can create the same thing because they're using the same graphics. Right. So then you see, and I saw this happen maybe sometime last year to a baker who said, I thought this was my own logo, but I found somebody else using it. Well, it turns out the designer was designing in Canva and had sold them both the same logo, which necessarily wasn't wrong. It wasn't determined that this was a one-off logo. Yeah. So then you have, now we have that brand confusion yet again, where we have very, very similar logos. And it, you'll never be, you'll be so spread. It's a mixing bowl. It's a mixer. <laughs> yeah. In a floral surround. Yeah. Which we text. see a lot. Right. But so, you can't say, hey, so-and-so in Nebraska, you're using my logo. When you guys got thing. it from a free source or when you got it from a place where neither of you should have gotten it. You so, have no recourse there. So with Corey's logo, we leaned heavily, more heavily into the text and with just a little icon. Little icon. Yeah. Little baby icon. Easy to use. Easy to see. Easy and to you don't it. see it used again because it's the name is the logo. Yeah. Right? So that's something to keep in mind. Does it fit on a business card? Again, I always want to say, if you can't see it on a business card, you're... Didn't you make it mixing bowl and then you put under it? Mm-hmm. Cooking it like we... We I, didn't I do I it long them. ways. Absolutely. We no, did a stack of Runeski. So I stacked them and that worked great for the logo. Yeah. But it is terrible for the email address. <laughs> it is all run that. Heather even took off the company and just didn't go and it's still yeah. long. <laughs> right. So if I could go back in time, would I have tweaked that? Yeah. But again, at the end of the day, is it something I'm willing to risk? Here's, I didn't put your email address on your logo, true. on your business card. Here's the thing though. Why, Corey, why don't you just do co? That's because the social media handle was taken mm-hmm. by a debt account. Mm-hmm. I'm still looking at you. <laughs> Makes me both cookie go as opposed to 2018. Cookie marketing as opposed to yeah. 2018. Yes. That takes us to our. Right. Well, to what? The SEO? You said your handles. 
Yeah, so when we go to switch, so that was legal, then we got branding. Yeah. So you can see how this is not just a one-sided question. Like, find a name nobody uses. That would be simple. No. But instead, it's find a name no one uses that's easy to see on a small business card that can print out on a Munbin that ranks well and the .com and handles aren't taken. That also says what you do without not saying what you and don't then, do. And then we're going to end with, like, don't make it too complicated. So when I see people like, hey, I like it when the stars align on June 7th. Also, I'm a Sagittarius and my kids' names start with Bob. Steven. And, and my Jesse. nickname in high school was Boobly Boop. <laughs> Favorite animal is a cow. Can you come up with a name? So that, when you make those really complicated yeah. too. So from the SEO, search engine optimization. Again, back to the Gabe, Gabe's comparison. Uh-huh. We have check to see if a name already ranks. Even if it's not trademarked, even if it's not registered, does it already rank? And that could be somebody who just has a side business, a hobby. There are people who can create blogs that don't require register. Maybe they're not generating any income, but it's easy to create the .com. So let's say you say Life's a Batch. Turns out Life's a Batch is a lady's blog about her home cooking. It has yeah. nothing to do with cottage bakery. She's not selling anything, but it already ranks first. And she's been doing it for 15 years. This internet started. She got this .com, <laughs> and she's never stopped typing. Yeah. You say, well, I'm going to move in with Life's a Batch. Heather. Life's a Batch. <laughs> And I'm going to try to compete with that. That's going to be a very, very big uphill battle. Uphill battle versus finding something that maybe someone hasn't already invested time and energy into mm-hmm. and you could quickly move to the top. Well, then you say, well, I'm going to add likes of batch cookies. Well, great. But how many people are using that? Now our names are getting longer. Just something to keep in mind. Again, there's a it's to get something, you must give something in the world yeah. of branding. Then we have check for very similar names. So you know, life's a batch, and then people put the differentiator at the end. Virginia. What's another common one that you see? I see, Oh, cookies by, cookies by Corey, cookies by Heather, cookies by. <laughs> Great example. Yeah, <laughs> but like Heather. there's only, I mean, there are unique names, but now one, cookies by Corey, people don't even spell Corey the way that I spell that it. That gets us to the next, literally the next thing is no misspelling. So a common thing when I see people are like, well, that's taken, but it's not taken if I spell cookies with a Z. Yeah. K-O-O. Cookies oh, with a K. 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 Yeah. Cookies with a K and a Z. Wow. <laughs> Change the middle K to a C and the first C <laughs> two, the, the two O's are zero. <laughs> <laughs> and when you start introducing misspellings, we have the other side of the coin is how can you verbally communicate your branding? It's so much harder. And then it's harder to grow your business because I would be like, I hate saying my email address. Corey Mace 1122. <laughs> it's C O R R I E. A is an apple. <laughs> no, no, no. Don't write an apple. <laughs> one, one, typed out. The numerical value. Yeah. Two, two. Do you this. see, like, the conversation that should have been short is so much right. longer. When I think of, like, a, there's a company that delivers auto parts around the area. You know what I'm saying? It's Wheels Up, right? Which I think is a play on airplanes, but they deliver cardboard. So a little bit of branding confusion. Weird. Anyway. Yeah. But I know that from what I can see is the. You know, service centers will need a new part and they will deliver it today. That's the whole business yes. model. But wheels up, super cute. Wheels up being a very old term used in uh, air, like aerospace. It's obviously taken, right? For sure. So they say, well, we'll just replace the S with a Z, which is, and now it's wheels with a Z up. That's up. how you'd have to communicate the name. Wheels with a Z up. Now it's not as simple as and cute as it was. Now it's wheels with a Z up verbally communicated. So now, now when you're kind of, like, it, oh, I work for, oh, I'm with wheels up. W-H-E-E-L-Z. <laughs> like, that's yeah. a lot of time. Granted, you're, people are like, they're probably, you're putting your name in, like, right. your time. But the, the people don't remember what they had for mm-hmm. dinner yesterday. They're not going to remember the Z. Let's say for some reason I've gotten to auto parts buying. And I'm driving down 45 with traffic. I see wheels up truck. And I say to myself, I'll look that up later. 
not going to text and drive. Right? I'm not going to sit in traffic and <laughs> yeah. text. So then I get home and I'm thinking, oh my God, wheels up. So I Google wheels up, which is just a start of my search. But I forget that it's a Z. I just knew that I remembered the word. Word wheels. Now we have to sift through to try to figure out what that misspelling Yeah, so you're typing was. in whatever wheels up is who has the, with wheels. an S. Yeah. You're typing in there. That, I don't think that was the name. Right. What? what? If you had only two clicks. Let's say you had only two queries to find. Yeah. Them. First I do wheels up. That'd be the wrong query. Then I'd do wheels up car parts, and I'd hope, and likely it would, that would be, but what if I was only... What if you had no time? I know. I, I you needed that car search. part in one click. Yeah. You're out of here, man. So yeah, if the first one is wheels up and it doesn't show up, my next one likely will be auto parts delivery companies, and I'll just start the search. Right. Over so I think when you're thinking of a name, think how would you tell someone to remember that name? Corey A. Mason. One one two two. Like spending that much time talking about how to spell you're it. I would be worried you're your email out on a podcast nobody listens to for fear you get spammed. But I think they get time to type it. <laughs> you worry <laughs> it. Ah, whatever. <laughs> Spam yourself. <laughs> Don't worry. I've already signed up for everything on this one. <laughs> I know. So now everyone's like, okay, well, I got a great idea. I'm going to put a dash. Oh. Okay. Here dash we you. Gosh darn it. <laughs> so here we have now another complexity of branding is putting in a dash. So you say, okay, wheels up is taken, but wheels dash up spelled correctly is not. What a great solution. I get what I want. I have no type of spellings. Nobody else is using it. Yeah. It's not registered. Yes. It's not trademarked. I have one. But now you have this introduced essentially the same issue as a typo. Tell me what your website is. It it's is dash. wheels dash. Not, not the word. Just a symbol up. Right. So now let's say I go home and is your every hand would need to have that dash in it, which now you've left elbow room for somebody without the dash. A lot of. Here's the thing. When someone's searching a handle and it's because I do it often, I'm going to search what I just think wheels up. I'm not going to search wheels dash up because I I don't know that the dash. It's so frustrating. While Google can kind of is. Yeah. Google search engine can connect the fact that you didn't put the dash in and you probably wanted the auto parts company. Instagram is like, you're on your own. Instagram says unless (laughs) unless it's identical. I'm going to show you everything. If I had to remember dashes and periods. I'm going to show you everything but the account that you're looking for. It's so wild. Like Instagram is so, it needs it perfectly or it doesn't give you. Yeah. It doesn't even show a relationship between what you thought it was and what it could be right so okay google does so when I, that happens and i'm trying to tag a business for this podcast yeah. or something then i go to google try to find their website try to find their handle in the footer and then i can yeah but look one. now now we're going down this insane You've rabbit got a phd hole. like why am i going it? to your website's footer <laughs> to see what your name is on instagram that's a lot of work. That's a lot of work because the branding was so confusing. And Corey and I have incentive to do it because these people are paying us. But when it's your audience who's trying to pay you and they only have three seconds. And if you want to know how many competitors you have, ask in a community group looking for a cookie baker. That's who they're yes, going to go to. Yes, absolutely. So moving on, we have check the dot com. Okay. Now we're going back to websites, which is an aspect of branding. It's actually a big aspect of branding. If you want to move into the dot-com, I always tell people, if you're listening to this, even if you're not ready to build the website, if the dot-com's available, park it. Yeah. Here's the thing. Most people, most bakers will start off on places like Facebook or Instagram. It's easy. It's free. It's That's there. probably where you think this is all this is going to take you to. And Absolutely. you don't see the future there. You're actually pretty good at this. Yeah. But we're missing a whole audience. A lot of people don't get on Facebook as it. we have tunnel vision. Me, yeah. we're on Facebook, so we assume everyone is like us. We also think most of our leads come from Facebook because that's where we're generating right. our leads. There's this whole cold audience on Google that's right for the picking. 
Right. Google's not a billion dollar company because nobody's using it. Yeah. I feel like Facebook is top of funnel. Like I'm looking for a recommendation for a baker and Mm -hmm. then they get listed 140. But if you're like, you know what? I don't got that kind of time to get a recommendation girl. Picture this. Your husband needs to find a cookie maker. What's he going to do? He's going to Google it. He's not going to go into a little Lowe's group. Yeah, absolutely not. So he's going to Google it, but you have wheels dash up with a Z forward slash cookie company dash dot com dot co because the dot com was taken, even though it wasn't a registered business, it's not trademarked. Yeah. The dot com wasn't taken. If I tell Ruthie, there's 85, she'll be 85, mister. If I tell her to look up like CoreyMiracle.co, she'll type in CoreyMiracle.co.com. It always ended at dot com. Just very conditioned. <laughs> yeah. We were very conditioned because the dot com bubble yeah. told us that all websites ended dot com. Absolutely. Dot coms have been pretty taken, but I'd say until we can get everyone to shift to a dot io, yeah, <laughs> like all the AI dot io, like until we can get people to mentally shift over, I'm always going to prefer the dot com. Then maybe the dot co or the dot net, and, and then after that, just go. And on. think who your target audience is. You're like, no, I'm, I'm a young, young buck. I'm 18 years old. This is what we do. Dot. Your prices are for the 60-year-olds. Your prices for us, .co.com. <laughs> yeah. I worked for this company, and they started at like a subsidiary of a flooring company. And uh, I think it was like flooring experts. Like it, was, it was pretty basic. But then I was like, oh, like what was the – should get the .com? They're like, oh, no, it's taken. So I said, well, what did you get? The .us. Dot U S. I would have never. I would never type never, that in. Never in a billion years. When I type in, in a website and it's not dot com and I and it, it like shows like it's taken by someone else, I'm like taken aback. Yeah. I'm like, what? What, what could it possibly? Right. Do they not have a website? This is how I know there's so many people in the world. You try to find a website you think is a creative name. Oh, see, it's me, me and Heather. The amount of websites that we, <laughs> amount of businesses Search. we've helped name because of the websites. Yeah. What do you mean? Like we've sat, we've sat with business owners and like, I want to name it this. And we're like, hold on, can't, sorry, that one's taken. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I mean, and then, and then you got to see if there's any hidden words and, uh, we did. Yeah. You when know, I dance around the word here. So it was an exteriors company. But if the first word, the branding word, so let's say it's Corey exterior. Yeah. If it ends with an S, it creates a second word in Corey's the Corey's exteriors do the math. Right. And then I said, well, you could, but from a branding aspect, from human beings, and I think they would just see the middle yeah. of those two words conjoined together. Yes. Something to keep in mind, too, because that was just a wild thought. And, and we derailed did. that whole meeting. It did. It really did. <laughs> it was the most awkward meeting <laughs> I've ever had. Uh, then we have uh, check the handle. So, and it, let's recap where you have to check. Like, the branding is so much more complex than my favorite is cows. Like, can somebody come up with it? It's got to... Is it trademarked? Is it registered in your state? Is Did you just say, is it cows? Like if someone's like, oh, a cow cookie company. Like that's super oh, cute yeah. and simple. Like what a little thought you had. And it's a cute thought. Uh-huh. But now you got to run it through this process. What it was to name a business back in the day. Like you were just like, I hope, probably no one has this. Cows cookie company. Mm-hmm. Now you have to be like Instagram, TikTok, Facebook, YouTube. Nextdoor, mm-hmm. your local your dot com. Dot your com. Registered state, your national trademark. Yeah. Wow. It's not easy anymore. The lawyers are like, do you want to trademark it in Canada? It's not. They can start their own sugar trademark. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not trying to spend any more money. <laughs> 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 uh, so, so, and why, why care about any of this? Why make this so complicated? Because audience confusion. What I don't want to is name my business so close to somebody else's that I'm actually sending them leads. Yeah. Losing leads. Yeah. It's so funny. You see it every once in a while in the sugar cookie marketing group. Somebody will say, 
Someone thought I was a baker local to them. We do have the same name, but we're actually states away. Yeah. They placed an order. I baked the order. I say, when are you come to pick it up at the address? And they said, I don't even live 100, 200 miles yeah. from you. Can you ship it? Well, they're like, well, I can't ship it. It's legal in my state. But it was the branding confusion. All they did was do what normal people do. They searched it, clicked on I the know. first, placed the order. And that is what is so complex and confusing and why I think branding is so important. Now, from that aspect, let's say let's say you brand now and then a year from now, you're like, well, I wish it – Corey, you were saying you did, think people don't want their names in it. So you, uh, what I see in the group is a lot of people are like, yeah, you know, this was going to be fun. I was just going to sell to friends and family. So I did Cookies by Corey. And I hate that my name's a part of it. I want to rebrand. Mm-hmm. So what I see is that it's Cookies by Corey is how you built your brand. And then you change it to something so obscure, which is normal. A lot of people do obscure names. But I don't know who you are anymore. Mm-hmm. Who are you? Another one I see people rebranding is they said, I started with Cookies by Corey, but I want to do Baked Items by Corey. Yeah, they, they want to expand their offering. So things to keep in mind. And as if it wasn't already so complex, like what we threw at you wasn't so complex. We're also saying think three years in advance. I know. Three or years and think people don't want to just say co- cookie. So they'll be like Corey's baked in porium. <laughs> but here's the problem. Don't you make me spell emporium. <laughs> so you don't want to like pigeonhole yourself, but then maybe years down the road, you're like, honestly, I just like doing cookie. Do you see where you have to think a long time? Right. Long look at, term. Look at Corey and her cookies as a great example of the pain that it was to rebrand. You start, you did exactly whatever you did. I want to learn cookies. I'm going to start laughing with cookies. When I started, I was the crumbed cookies. No one had it, but crumble cookies. Which is included in articles like I, crumble cookies was this little thought over in, in the eye over in California. Of a business tycoon and who loved like, to sue. They're not going to be much. <laughs> yeah. So what happened was towards the end, like the final nail in your branding coffin was somebody who got mad. The cookie they bought in Florida didn't taste good. Yeah. And I was and like, right Corey. what? And it was an elderly gentleman. But that still proves that this brand confusion can cross a globe. Yeah. And when people would tag me in local groups, they would type crumble cookie. And I'm like, oh, gosh darn it. And it shows you that Crumble Cookie had better branding than you. So people remembered it more. And you were so close. How could you not be confused within that audience? So what Corey did and what was a pain and what is a lot of paperwork and refiling and changing and updating and And social media. Marketing campaign around it instead of me trying to market cookies, I'm trying to market my name. I want to let you know, like, we're still finding remnants of the old brand. I yes. found it. Where did I find it? I found it on the cookie classes website. Yeah. And I was like, oh, the crumb cookies live. I know. And then every time anyone has ever tagged me on Instagram, it goes nowhere now. Are those old ones? Because on Instagram is like, good luck. Yeah, and sorry about buddy. that. <laughs> so when you, when you, you know, with a domain, like if somebody has this one brand and then they purchase another, dom- another, domain brand yeah. you can redact the one to the other so people are like oh whoa where am i oh i guess this is the new brand yeah on instagram it's like buddy you're Sorry. dead to me every tag goes nowhere nobody can register the handle again yeah I'm sure that will change eventually i think they did change that to be quite honest do you know google's like if you don't log into this old email you made yeah days we're gonna yeah i did Great. find though on facebook i was making sure everything on my page was up to date you can put a former name on there and they will, oh, if you nice. wanted to, you can pin it at the top or you can just leave it in your about section. I think section. your Google My Business still has formally. Just, and yeah. that helps a little bit. But that's such a pain. And I would love to save people from that pain if you're getting started or if you're like, hey, I'm in the middle of the pain. I yeah. got to rebrand. These are the things 
I would keep in mind. So just to recap, check with your legal uh, registered state. Check on the national trademark database. That's where you're going to start. If it's taken, it's taken. I would be, my next thought would be checking handles in the .com. See if those are available. What are we working with? Is it something that it hasn't been updated in a while and we can compete with? Is it going to, like you'll see that Corey and I have an underscore in sugar cookie marketing underscores Instagram. Unfortunately. Unfortunately, but it was our only option. Yeah. You know, we had most of what we wanted, so it was a risk we were willing to take. It is annoying. I hate it. Heather tried to bribe the person with the man. hundred bucks. hundred bucks if you they log in. A, of course never they never log into it. it. Yeah, they never even <laughs> Yeah. So then we have, okay, Brandy. So let's say it passes all those things. Okay, we don't have any misspellings. We don't have any characters added. We got our .com. We got our handles. Uh, nothing shows up fresh when it ranks. There's uh-huh. nothing there where somebody's actively pouring their heart, soul, mind into it. Then we got to go to the branding aspect. Does the logo and the name print well? Can a Munbin see it? Can you get a unique logo design that's memorable and not confusing? Yeah. Do you, And then Corey oddly says, tell them to get the files, PNG, PDF, JPEG, EPS, AI. Because yeah, it's such a... P- a pain when you just designed yourself in Canva and then you want to make a little business card and so-and-so company got print. It was like, yeah, we need this file. And you're yeah. like, I don't know what that means. Right. If you worst case one, you can't like own it if you got it in Canva, but you can always get somebody on Fiverr to trace it. Yeah. And it's called vector tracing. And then they can produce those five files, which you do it for 12 bucks. But okay. So, and then does it fit on a business card? Is it easy to read? Is it easy to remember? So there is a lot uh, that goes into branding, but if you were came to me and you said, Hey, somebody in my state is very close is this name. And this is what I want to name it. And we're very close. I would say, Hey, everything that name. Yeah. I think you're going to grow into more growing pains and you're going to wish that when you got started, you hadn't done that. Uh Uh-huh. If somebody is very into growing their business, I wouldn't want to try to compete with that growth. Right. Not only are you trying to grow your audience and get people, now you're competing with somebody's name. And that is just difficult. And the problem is if you're local and you choose a name that's similar to someone else local, when your customers go to sing your praises or tag you, they're fine. One, if your logo's similar, if your name's similar, they don't know which one's you and they don't have the time to go research you know, who am I going to tag? Because one, if I'm in the comment section, I have to leave the comment section, go search mm-hmm. you up, go back, try to find that post back to the comment section. Uh, what a pain, man. You'd have to be a truly dedicated. You'd have to. I wish I had those. Here, here, let, me, let me put it in. How hard is it to get someone to leave a review that's bought from you and Listen. enjoyed it? <laughs> Yeah, if what, that's finally, so impossible. My number one customer finally was like, oh, I guess I should probably leave you a review sometime soon. You think? <laughs> so if it's hard to get somebody who loved their order, orders from you repetitively, knows everything about you, you've met, you've seen their kids, whose birthdays, if they're, if it takes them that long to write a review, imagine how little the attention, how short the attention span so, is. If someone doesn't, doesn't even care about your soul. Yeah. Imagine, okay, my thought is if I'm like, oh, life's a batch, Virginia, and five of you show up, I'm probably going to just pick the first one. I don't know. I don't know. Yeah. And I don't got the time to, to, to investigate. Do you know when I was going to order something from this website? Huh. I was like, I just Googled something. It was the first thing that showed up. So great SEO. Awesome. It was like, I'm scared. Search. But when I, I pulled the website, I'm like, this website looks crusty. looks old. Yes. It looks old. And that's fine. And the old websites, you know, sometimes it's hard to move the database over. But I was like, let me check their Facebook to see it. It had last posted 2016. See, I would be like. I could have bring I've, my wallet out. They've gone under. I'd have to say. Yeah, yeah. Also, what a lot of bakers do, they'll start a page, Cookies by Corey, and be like, yeah, you know, I want to be a better brand. I'm going to start a new page. But I've abandoned Cookies by Corey. Everyone who ordered from Cookies by Corey. We talked about this in another podcast. I wouldn't, I would take the same page and rebrand yeah. it. I wouldn't create a new page. But if I did do the create a new page, 
Like, let's say it was moving yes. and rebranding. That's when I would orphan maybe the other page, but you're starting from scratch. I would make multiple posts continually over a period of time and transition my audience over to the new page. It's probably just easy to rebrand the page you have. You keep that audience. But again, we talked about when the audience right, changes. Right, right. Corey rebranded if it didn't move. You people who move all the time, you got a, you got a whole yeah. other level of complexity there. That is tough to the move thing, but I'd still probably keep the same audience, man. Just because I feel like people who loved you, even if you were in Hawaii, they'll still love you. And maybe you people they're- people that love you. <laughs> Do I? I don't know. <laughs> That's all I got. That's good. It's rough. But I would rather think about it now. Spend the time before you, you're launching and you're making orders and you're too busy to do the research. Mm-hmm. Spend it now. Sometimes you don't know that you should have done the research because you don't realize what you didn't, what you lost, right? Your audience is being plugged over yeah. somewhere else and you're like, oh, I just can't get it. And I will say a lot of times people are like, Heather, your, your cookies are so cute. You should probably sell them. And you're like, oh, I don't know. Okay, let me just make a little Facebook page. I'm going to make a Facebook page by Heather just to post up what I'm doing because, you know, just to show my friends and family. That's how everybody gets started. Nobody said, hey, listen, I'm going to sit down and develop a business Except for crumble cookies. Crumble (laughs) cookies. We're here to shoot people and sell cookies and we're all out of cookies. (laughs) So if you can think about it now, you're going to save yourself a buttload of rebranding pain. money. Not to mention rebranding. If you already had something printed, you got to throw that away. I know. It's ridiculous. All my little sticks with my little sad crying cookie. Yeah, Corey. Has I only now have them from stickers. just memoirs. And almost you can, you can revive them. It is. It is. They're so little and cute. Make a just put them on things. Yeah, but Remember I was like, I'll I was never saying, use that. I'll never use it. So if you guys can get out the gate with this concept now, oh, and, you know, Corey and I do the marketing company, and it's problems we've seen introduced so many times for so many clients in so many industries. Yeah. You know, you can kind of get away from it and then save yourself from the problems we created true yeah. true so if you're listening to this and you've already been an established baker share this podcast with somebody who is a newer baker who's thinking about it who's reached out to you at some point in time and said hey should i make this a thing share this podcast with them mm-hmm. so they don't have to go through the pain trials and tribulations that Heather went through when she hit the water at the last stall in the bathroom. You guys asked me. Why I have to go through it. Why I have trust issues and commitment uh, Let's move on to text. Tracy from Sugar at Bees here. Hi, just finished listening to the Peaky Blinders episode. Is Heather going to do a live in the main group showing us how to update the DMARC record for Gmail? Yes, please and thank you. My favorite <laughs> twin is. You know what? I'm not going to do that in the main group. It's too complicated. But what I am going to do in the main group, and Corey and I have said it on the last podcast, is that Facebook, we're going to do Facebook Lives each month. In the main group, you and I. Going back to our question, is that something that she can do in the college? Yeah. Oh, right. It's just sometimes, and that's a great question, Tracy, is like when it's too complicated and I post in the main group, I create fear. Fear mongering. Yeah. We don't want fear mongering. A lot of people aren't sending out newsletters anyways (laughs) to have to worry about what the DMARC record is. For those who know, if you have a newsletter sender anywhere... They're saying, hey, Google and Yahoo, oddly, who cares about Yahoo, are pushing out this thing that starts February 1st, which is this week, that you have to prove that you own your domain. Pretty simple concept, but the way they're explaining it is pretty complex. But if you want it to be knocked down to our layman's terms, Heather has a video, a course. She's making a video, a little course. Who's supposed to get to me early? Who's supposed to get it to me early? Listen, it, the cookie it, class kit. Listen, the cookie class kits arrived to me early. Right. We've had it for a while. And I've taken my time to give you the best 
looking set. I think you were sleeping at 12 and To give 12. you the – I was supposed to do it on Sunday, and I was mm. so tired. <laughs> Here's how the Greek class kids work. It Corey works with Sweeping Gov, who works with the sister-in-law. Yeah. To design chunky cutters. From there, then they get printed once the design is finalized, and they all match, and they all the sets match all the To gear. her, she has to go make sure that what she designed doesn't look like someone else's. Do you right. see? Like, Here's we're all doing of, it. a lot of this little checking. Yeah, yeah. Because what we don't want is to say, everyone teaches class, and a cookie cutter shop be like, that is mine. Yeah. And so we have to make sure that they're all unique. They're hand-drawn by the sister-in-law. <laughs> then it comes back to Corey, approval, then they got to get printed. They got to get so printed. Got six of these printed. Then they get to Corey, and she's got to develop the the sets. The then she's got to go through the steps to make sure it's not too yeah. complicated for a class, but it's also not too basic. Also, that the steps line up in a way that your class isn't sitting there for a step while you're like, "Sorry, can you blow on it so it could crust over right. real quick?" And I will say that is complex, and I couldn't do it myself. <laughs> so then, once there, once she gets it done, she has to make it again and photograph the steps. And then she has to stage it. Okay, so that is a lot. And then you have to make the videos of decorating. Now so I do the videos. Lot. I can Where see you have a system because your folder structure is very regimented. <laughs> At the beginning, it was like all over the map. My very like, last thing <laughs> is the video. <laughs> so then she sends it to me, and you'd think all I'd have to do is upload it. No, I have to organize it. Then I have to create social media posts from it. Then I have to create the PowerPoint from it. And then I do the copy and the event listing and the social media and the emoji list, which I like. Uh-huh. The piping practice sheet, the icons for those who like to use Eddie to print the traced shapes and then what, the baking mat sheet and the yeah. shop list. Uh-huh. And then it gets posted. And then. So, so by the time Heather. I get it, it's usually the day before it needs to go up. So Heather is, we don't deserve her. I don't think anybody deserves any of this. I think we all bring a lot to the table without us holding stuff. So anyways, in the college, I can get in a little bit more in depth without causing massive panic. However, you don't need the college to update your DMARC record. Your newsletter sender sent you an email. Click on it. It'll go step by step telling you to log into your registrar. That's GoDaddy. That's Namecheap. I use Namecheap. It's going to say, go to your DNS, do exactly what it says. And it's going to say, add this line of code and click save. It's three steps. It just sounds so much more complex than it should. If you're visual like me, though, sign up for the college. Hello, put a class in there. Yeah. And I did, what did I do that one last week and nobody watched it? The new the email, SIG? Oh, yeah. How to do a free email using your domain, yeah. which we did in our registrar. And, and I like else. it. It looks professional. Go right. ahead. Oh, yeah. And then I respond to Heather Richard. Morning. Hello. Oh, hey. I wonder how you sent the whole Lakeridge one. Mm-hmm. How do I respond as the you Lakeridge can't. one? Oh, you gosh, didn't watch my class, did ya? No, I didn't. That's not. why it says you can't. You'd have to it's create like, an oh, alias. Yeah, there's <laughs> well, this is Corey. I miss my mom. That's the unfortunate catch. You want to be cheap? You get cheap results. Uh, but it is free to do that. So that is a great question. Corey and I will be teaching a Facebook Live on Cookie Class. We will. Uh, Q&A. Q&A. AMA. Um, then we have a text. Hello, I wanted to inquire about your monthly package. My wife shared her interest as she has a cookie business is looking to expand and grow to the next level. I visited the website, which is great, but I wanted to ask if you can share a bit more details regarding the $76 package and what it includes and what you would gain from it. And thanks again for your time. Mike. Mike, Mike just in time for Valentine's Day. Yeah, Mike is going to ask. Mike. So great question. The $76 plan is the cookie college level plan. A quick summary, it includes everything you offer. So we have five different memberships. The Cookie College, the Cookie Class Kids, we just talked about. Uh, the digital downloads, which are coming out with some new things. I do. I'm excited about that. The Baker's Business Basics, which is 13 foundational courses, and the $2 Transfer Club. These $76 
includes all that. If you paid for those separately, it'd be at $189. Right. But what the college has is what is why we priced it the way, because we want you to be in the college that's where the most value is found. (laughs) In the college, Heather has gone through, and it's called the cookie college because I'm a cookie baker, but the stuff in there is not necessarily for people who only bake sugar cookies. It's actually more business. It's business and marketing, the DNS records, setting up an email that looks like your domain name, things like that to really help your business. One, become more efficient, two, look more professional, and three, reach more people. So there's a Facebook ads course, which is fantastic. I love running a Facebook ad. You know what's so funny? Like in the cookie college, because it's such a more petite group, it's easier to manage. So the conversations can get more in-depth. Yeah. But I was running a Facebook ad for a local group we created. And someone in the cookie college was like, hey, Heather. I'm seeing this all the way in California. And I'm like, oh, darn. Like, when I went to increase the budget, the ad spend, because I liked the way the ad was it performing. increased the people. <laughs> it, yeah, increased my targeting radius from one mile to one, one country. <laughs> <laughs> so I was able to – so, yeah, they're constantly saying, I can see this ad here. So many change their ads. Yeah. Uh, so the Facebook group is actually – well, I didn't realize it was going to be everyone's favorite thing, but – Last week, I had a post up study buddies where you could partner with somebody else in the college and you could keep each other accountable to move your business forward. So while there's a lot of courses and there's a lot of stuff, it is the camaraderie. I know because we have a pretty isolating business, right? Yeah, yeah, sure. You guys are making unicorns and happy rainbows. But you're in your little cookie You're isolated. Room. You're one little light that looks like a jail cell. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and then you barely see people having like showered. I think most of us are hiding behind windows for porch pickups. Yeah, looking through yeah, our bond. So we have even less uh, camaraderie. <laughs> but then in that group, you get people, like-minded people. And, it, you know, I still keep it in check, but it's a lot more freeing. You can talk about strategies like someone called somebody smutty. Like we, in the comments. Oh, yeah, I saw that. And he was like, yeah, I don't really know how to handle this. I never called smutty before. But we were like, oh, yeah, probably. You, know, you can hide that. Yeah. And have a little bit more strategy and a little bit more tailored, too. Right. So I could talk about the DMARC record without inflicting panic and mass hysteria Absolutely. over there. Because I can't guarantee anyone's going to watch my car. You're going to be like, DMARC, be interested. <laughs> <laughs> I prefer my emails and spam yeah. than watching this one. Uh, so that is our text. If you want to learn more about the Cookie College, you can look it up at thecookiecollege.com. You'll see the option for those five memberships. If you're confused or you don't know which one to choose, the Cookie College includes them all. And the great thing about the Cookie College, it, it includes everything that was ever made. So it also has the 2023 class kits, which Corey said if I could make uh, the ability for people to buy the class kits, the 2023 class kits outright without a membership. So I'll have that up in the next week. Yeah, because I feel like, you know, this being our second year of the cookie class kits, February, we're doing football. Which, because you know, last just year we did you, I don't know how I planned it. But both I'm saying Corey predicted the Super Bowl. I, I did. By so she has a football kit. set. That's the class kits for February this year. Yeah. It's already there. You could sign up. You could get it. But – it's colors, which she risked, are the colors of the team. And Always. listen, that was designed last year. So I'm saying we pivot from teaching classes. And we start predicting Super Bowl winners. We And lottery numbers. Come to Corey, I will do my best. Did I win the lottery? I have no idea I'd how to even this, check that. We did this back when we first started the Sugar Cookie Market. I thought it was so funny. It was back when like the jackpot was like a gajillion dollars. <laughs> And you take a picture of your little lotto ticket, and then you say, anybody who comments on this, if I win, we'll split it. If you need some interaction. Yeah, if you have a dead group. If you need an interaction on your page, (laughs) what you want to do is also blur out. The barcode. I think you can cash in on it. So I went to – 
I do not buy a lot of chickens. If anything, it makes me a little sweaty. It, I don't know why I need to use cash now. So you go to Wegmans. I was like, I know, like Wegmans. Like the Seven Eleven's going to be like, come on, yeah, quick, quick, I got in and out. But I'm like, Wegmans, hold your hand. Always. And she tells you to call me. Okay. She's like, can I have a And she's like, oh, we only take cash. And I said, okay. So sorry for inconvenience. Did you not have cash on you? No, I, I had my. I got from the gym, so I don't have a little fob. You knew that they only take cash. And she says, do you see those vending little vending machines? machines. Those take card. Is it yeah, debit only? Debit. Yeah. yeah. You can't be running up credit card. Actually, bought a credit card, and I was like, at gross. <laughs> So I said, so I put it in there, and it's got like fifty billion games. You can yeah, play. and I'm like, I just want the Mega Millions. The, the one where it has the numbers already. Yeah, I just want the one with the ball and the thing. Yeah. So then, so then I'm like, okay, I figure out when I've got the credit card, and it wants some debit card. Just wants a room in front of idiot. Yeah, and then I'm like, print. And then nothing happens. And I say to the guy next to me, I say, I'm so sorry. Is he also shopping for he's, a, a he's, lot of cards? He's like, looks like he's about to launch a space. He's clicking so fast. <laughs> I, said, I don't know. I don't know where the little thing went. I said, I was supposed to say, you know what's in there? Is that what the gambling is? He said, I was like, no, it's just printed off. It's shoved up in the crib. Oh, he's I'm an idiot. And I was like, thank you. And he's like, oh, yeah, better look than me. So anyways, took a picture of it, blurred out the barcode and posted it in Corey's local group. And I said, hey, listen, we're, we're definitely going to go to work tomorrow. Like, we're definitely. <laughs> but. But if you comment what you'd say, how you'd spend a million bucks and it wins, we'll split the three hundred eleven million <laughs> between all thirty four comments. <laughs> the fact that you hear this podcast today tells you how the What would it do? Good. Heather said, "Like Heather said, what would you do if you won a million? So all the comments, like most people, are like, "Pay off my parents' house." I was like, "Your plastic well, surgery, like, man." You won't be able to recognize my thirteen year old. <laughs> I said I wouldn't look thirty five anymore. <laughs> Yeah, everyone had these like real like kind ones, and then I was like, "Yeah, I would." Listen, I'm real. I'm real. <laughs> yeah. Everyone's like, "I would give it to my grandmother. I'd pay off my neighbors. Off. What neighbors? I can see what neighbors. Are yeah. I, <laughs> I ain't got no neighbors no more." <laughs> anyway, so that was a funny thing. I enjoyed reading the comments. I did too. Somebody was like, "I how can I not comment?" Just okay. case. <laughs> it takes two seconds to comment. That is cheap engagement. But for a group that was locality based, it's just fun. It's just fun. Moving on to our sponsors. (laughs) (laughs) So we have three sponsors. We're supposed to have four. We actually supposed to have five. I'm working with the other two, and it's been our busy season is October uno. It's September uno. Really? Because what? Back to school? Yeah. Okay. I think it starts mid September. I'm, I think people September. are like, I think, because like not September, I think people are like trying to get their kids to school. They forgot they had no, kids. Yeah, they remember but they you have, have back to school. Yes. And back to school is so When the kids random. run behind you, walk through the school door, then the baker engages for the hot. <laughs> their butts clenched. <laughs> <laughs> They're ready to roll. <laughs> out the dough. <laughs> when the kid is out the dough, so is the dough. But then it, it simmers down first week of Jan because everyone's like, okay, the lull. Yes. The Jay months are the lull. Yes. But I say January is not a lull. June and July is. But January feels like a lull compared to December. Mm-hmm. Then we have February. So we're rolling into February 14th. Yeah. Then we've got Easter's early this year. It's in March. Are you saying this is our busy season or not busy season? It, is, it sounds busy. Our our marketing business yeah. season is in Q4. True. Q3, Q1. 
This season feels weird to people. They're one, they spent all their profits, all their cookie glass <laughs> money on great guest rooms. I was like, I got it. And then the, and then they'll slowly build it up. And yeah. then uh, productivity just absolutely takes in June. <laughs> you guys disappear. <laughs> Leave me and Corey talking to ourselves in three months. But I will say our first A Cormackers has mm-hmm. been with us for a very, very long time. Mm-hmm. They are also growing. Right. So not a sad moment. They'll be taking a pause on the podcast sponsorship. To, congratulations, move to a bigger warehouse. move to a bigger warehouse, which will impact their business a little bit. So I wanted to talk about that. She sent us the email. They have big changes. So right now, they don't have as much um, boards on, like, in stock that can be ready to ship because they have a smaller warehouse. So what Mm. they're doing is actually moving to a bigger warehouse so they can have more product on hand so it can get to you faster. The interesting thing she said in her email, which had a very doom and gloom subreply. But it's it was actually like a happy thing. I, I was know. like, oh no, oh, oh, oh yeah, great for them. Uh she was like the room is the warehouse they must use is so small that to even get to the products it's a process. Yeah. So like you know, have you ever had a closet too small where you're like to to hang this to get to yes. that shirt, I'd have to take out fifty shirts. Right. So I'm just not gonna get out that one shirt. Especially so, because they have so many different backdrops. And sizes. Yeah. So anyways, they're moving to a new warehouse, which is awesome. I think they're taking a four-month pause from podcast. Fingers crossed it's four months. So it's something that they will know. So what they're actually going to do is be out of stock while they move. So that But fulfill orders, any standing orders. Any standing orders absolutely are going to be. And then once their standing orders are complete, they will mark everything out of stock while they move. Okay. growing pains. It makes sense because you don't want to have things. I mean, it's a rough one from a website perspective. Right. In a perfect world, I'd say never do that. But what are your options when you won't have access to the product? When, you don't have a bunch of irate clients. When white mat finished, you don't know if it's at location A or location B. So you risk that. Do I have a bunch of unhappy people leaving bad reviews or do I shut down completely? Right. So they're going to take a pause from the pod. Pause from the pod. Yeah. P of the P. And and, and, re- and rise from the ashes stronger as a phoenix. You'd like this. Rising from my back. <laughs> where, where is a phoenix tattoo that my mom found? <laughs> I would tell my husband was like, we were watching this video and the person had like a ton of tattoos. And they was like, oh, yeah, you can't take anyone with tattoos seriously. And I said, he said tattoos. He, 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 he said, I forgot. He said, I forgot because he was like, you always have it covered up. I forgot you have one. Do you even like it? I love it. But you I also know, like wearing shirts. Even know. <laughs> <laughs> we all have our vices. So you won't hear them as a sponsor of the podcast next week until they reopen. And then we'll have a big old launch talk about, you know, what they have, what's new, what's upcoming. So Acor, we wish you the very biggest and best. Yeah, like on that. the new move. But if you guys have any outstanding orders, you can direct that to Acor. We are not their business. So emailing me, we'll just get you an email with their email. <laughs> <laughs> Next up, we have Bakety Bake is a business that produces what's called Royal Batch. We can use some more Bakety Bake in a bigger warehouse. <laughs> <laughs> Royal Batch is the bee's knees. It's a meringue powder. I, you check while I talk. Royal Batch is a meringue powder. It's the one I use for my orders. It's silky smooth. Okay, it's no. bright white. Use it for the white. orders of the people you like. Yes. Corey doesn't use it for a classket. She says, I don't want to waste it. <laughs> I don't want to waste it. Really, really, honestly, love it. I've been using it for... Oh, five pounds is in stock. Oh, it's in stock? Yeah. And the one yeah. pound? What? And the one pound? Mm-hmm. Both? Of them Both? Yeah, yeah. yeah. There's no... Let me just add it to cart to try. 
You can buy with ShopPay. Yeah, I buy with ShopPay all the time with them. What is the benefit there? I get ShopPay points, and then I can use. I you because you're gonna have to do shop pay for some of these Shopify sites, which yeah. I love Shopify sites. Yeah. And then at Shop Pay was like, hey, listen, you, have you money got all, to spend. yeah. So I was like, well, I want, I don't want my money to spend. So it was like, go to our Shop Pay store. I know. So I was like, okay, okay. So I buy some stuff, and it was like, you only have fourteen dollars off of your thirty dollars. Yeah, because they're not gonna give you a bazillion dollars. Like, I things. <laughs> I wanted not three things. I wanted three <laughs> things. So, oh, that's so good to hear. We should make a post about that and let everybody know. We had uh, we sold Royal Batch out back in the Vendy Blundy, and now they've come back with the five pound bag. You're like, don't mention that word. It'll be the only thing I ever. Do. I know. So, I'm really excited about that. It already has three main ingredients that a lot of people have to actually add to their royal icing. It already has it in it, which is vanilla flavoring. So it tastes amazing right out of the bag. <laughs> don't don't eat the powder. <laughs> Mix it and then taste it. Have you ever tried it? I've never tried it. Try it. It's so fine. I when I breathe when you use it, yeah. it's so fine. I, it gets in the air, so I feel like I've inhaled it <laughs> as a drug, <laughs> and I'm addicted. Uh, it has white food coloring, so it whips up bright white and corn syrup, which is something you would add if you wanted a softer bite. So it gives everything a softer bite. It's delicious. Is there anything it can't do? <laughs> can it do my taxes? That would be great. That's coming up. I, I know. Got you I don't want to talk. I want to talk about. <laughs> can I can I brag back on the college last night? Sure. So because the college group is so much more petite, anybody can go live. And yeah. Really have to schedule it. But Ashley went live. She's from. She Canada. did. Okay, if you were like me and I wake at three a.m. on TikTok this weekend, there was a Charizard cake. Yeah. And it was wild. So the first thing that the cake did, and I was like, this is pretty cool. It they looks like a normal cake. Up. Yeah. So they light the tail of the baby Pokemon on fire with a like a candle. Yeah. Fire, right. And then the wafer paper melts away, and then there's like the Charizard that's evolved. And then that wafer paper melts away. And then there's the final form yes. of the Pokemon. Yeah. Yeah, and so she taught a lot. She's like, oh, yeah, I can do this. how to make it. And yeah. she's like, it's it's on trend right now. You can charge a little bit more. It's, yeah. you know, kitschy. So it's wafer paper and it melts. But she walked us through how to do it. It was pretty neat. Yeah, it was so neat. I can't believe she did that. It was very kind of her. I watched the whole thing. I know. I was like, finally, somebody's talking about something. <laughs> <laughs> um, but you can actually get Royal Batch at a discount. Using the code TWINS, T-W-I-N-S, no Z at the end there, because right. we're, we're I mean, good like that. I made that. a post in the college because people were asking me, like, I've heard the big What are you making whisper. a post right now where? In the college, because everyone was asking. Make it in the main. Give everyone the same opportunity. Oh, really? Copy, paste, save, <laughs> cross, post, new. <laughs> I have so many. Um, I live and die by, and I taught you a do. class on that. You, the, you do. How to use bookmarks effectively. I was going to post it in your like, <laughs> Give us our, you talk about Eduardo. Eduardo, love him. Um, if you were like, does wafer paper taste fine? It tastes like spongy sugar. <laughs> oh, that's delicious. I would never crave it. People are eat, people eating them like chips. I'd burn it. <laughs> you would eat it it would need icing underneath it to taste good if you so ate it by like itself nothing. it doesn't t- it tastes like rice paper yeah <laughs> what like there's no taste like the to it paper industry introduces was it wafer paper. paper or fire paper they used someone said, said it's wafer. fire paper i saw a comment saying fire paper but i in my brain thought it was wafer paper i think it was wafer paper on fire but don't question <laughs> Um, but Eddie is a direct-to-food printer. Now, Corey, and we're working on making her own website, and she wants to have 
this will be a nice website. It'll be the website that I will teach examples from. Since I got to not look ago. But I want to introduce to our audience the technology behind cookies. A lot of times you think it's an oven and it's a yeah. mixer. But no, we have the 3D printers. And then we have direct-to-food printers. And that's a real big differentiator. And I want this webpage to be one comprehensive on what this is to for the audience to understand how cool the product yeah. is. And this is corporate girly era... 101. This will be the website page she sends to a client. It, who called you back again? Neiman Mark. Neiman Mark. Yes. <laughs> We're going to go to lunch at <laughs> So Corey had uh, somehow Neiman Marcus. I think they had you in a Facebook group, the lady that works for them. How did they find you? It was a Google My Business. Oh my goodness. It was. Oh my goodness. I love them. Copied on yep, them. Yep. Add me to your LinkedIn company page. I'm I was so messaging on I don't care. I like to have everything organized. <laughs> okay. I don't trust your password management. <laughs> so uh, Eddie was a direct food printer, and Corey busted out all these. So Neiman Marcus, the shop of the mall that we can't afford, <laughs> has these brands that they represent, and they have these special days for these brands. So I think it was a boot brand. Now it's a makeup brand, a watch brand. Now it's a perfume. Perfume brand. So that stuff, those brands, those logos are so complex. They did not listen to today's podcast. They, did they made them more complex than ever. And then... They were like, hey, can you make a cookie in the shape of this? Yeah, but I'm going to print the details on it. I know you just did a remodeling company. had a really complex yeah. logo. Eddie allows you to do very complex things very quickly. I will say if you're used to stenciling and cursing at the same time, this would be the replacement of yeah. that. Mm-hmm. You replace cursing with dollar signs because it ain't cheap. It's $3,000. But you can get refurbed. You can buy used. I'm a refurb girly through and through. Like if I see a camera, give me a refurb. <laughs> yeah. Save me a couple bucks for somebody else to have just right, something. Right, right. And then you can use code nothing's on sale for zero percent off at checkout. But join their Facebook group, Eddie Printer Users Group on Facebook. It's pretty fascinating. Just, I almost could you like make the, that perfume? Okay, this perfume apparently, oh, no. yeah. Mm-hmm. The idea has taken <laughs> <laughs> this perfume bottle yeah. is apparently they've never had it. This exclusive expensive perfume you can only oh, find it. Oh, actually, it's bucks. Yeah, you can only find it in Mar- Marcus for the next three months. That's <gasps> their partnership. Oh, okay. He needs the tiniest little logo. Okay. So if you made on me a graphic what? on a cookie, okay. the the whole thing is purple, except okay. for the logo is white. Yeah, we couldn't do a purple via square because, you know. Yeah, make so it. the perfume bottle. Yeah, and just need your, which I'm sure you're going to make me print it. Right. How am I not getting a cut of this stuff? Get it, get all you're doing is cutting dough and sticking it in. I thought I was going to have to buy that. <laughs> what if we did? So I'm assuming the cap is a different color. The cap is gold. So I just, to make it right. pop, would paint it gold. Right. So let's print off the body yeah. of the bottle and the logo, and then you pipe on top of it. Right. Let me just show you yeah, I gotta see it what it looks like. Anyways. This is the bottle. Oh. You see how it's weird that What has- if you piped the creed part? So Eddie prints purple and then Eddie I pipe prints green. purple and will make the bottom white. So an absence of color. Yeah. So he doesn't print white. He just doesn't print anything. Okay. Then I think I could still add the Creed logo, but you pipe over it to create that 3D effect at the bottom. I would like that. And then I just paint that and then you do gold. That. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. I'll cut you in. Eddie. Cut you in. <laughs> We're back. <laughs> so those are our podcast sponsors. And I'll work with the other two podcast plants. Um, get them on board. One is Podia, the place that we host our Oh, nice. I think it'd be nice. great for people who want to teach virtual classes. Yes. Or not even virtual. If you, a lot of bakers do pre recorded. Yeah, that would be great. Yeah. You can have a teach a class and they have a little place where they can yeah. chat and then they can buy the product. The Facebook group thing, ask me how I know that's hard to manage because yeah. you would have to maintain it. Some bakers have used. 
Patreon. Patreon, unfortunately, Patreon is, is like a subscription, so you have to add more value, value to it. And that means you got a second job. Podia allows you to do memberships, which is what we use, yeah. but it's actually designed for single product purchases. It does Podia have like where you can make a website on there too, like to sell yeah, it? And they have just done some really fascinating stuff. So that's almost like a one. Yeah. Instead of using, you know, you have Square for this, this is your checkout. product it doesn't do like I want to buy a set of cookies, so you can't make it into that. Okay, so it would just it's be a digital product, yeah, yeah, so. which I think is fantastic. Right, so very neat little. Well, they didn't pay us to say that, but check out. <laughs> <laughs> Gotta reply to their email. <laughs> um, that takes us to uh, I have Facebook Live coming up. Andrea Forte, she's a bookkeeper accountant. I know, and she had taught. She already taught a Facebook Live, but she is so funny. I said, I'm so sorry. She had applied to teach a live during like Bendy Blendy Listen. Brain. Where I just stopped thinking. Yeah. My inbox doesn't exist. It's, if you're not a vendor, I don't see it. <laughs> and I was like, did I? You know, because it's going yeah. back to January 1, cleaning out my inbox. But then I forget the, she's like, yeah, but that is okay. That I'm is very kind that she was polite so to you who deserved a few curse words. If you didn't know, there was a Canva Live that went down last week with Kim. Mm-hmm. It was fantastic. We actually saw Kim and other Canva Brooklyn. We did. In, at season In real life. Two, we had already met. So Kim and... Great story. And now I got the backstory of it. Kim and Heather were bakers in Houston and they were in a, like a baker collegiate. It wasn't a baker. It was like a BNI, but for ladies. Yeah. And then they had joined the college, the cookie college. Kim did. Kim did. And Heather had it. And then they meet in person in Houston and realize, so Heather signs up and now they're best buds and they teach classes together. Yes. So they call themselves other Heather, other Corey. Turns out Heather is Corey and Kim is me. And then they took a trip to see us. It was like we were like two sets of twins. Yeah. And it was a blast. And they came to season 52, Bless Your Soul. And I did tell them it was at five. But it was actually at six. So I want to tell said, Kim made these. It was like this tower. I want to let you know I have not stopped eating them. Listen, I got home and my husband's like, what's this? Is this for a customer? I was like, I'm the customer. She gave it to me. <laughs> I walked downstairs yeah. the next no, day. No, they're dangerous. That they're so easily stacked, you can just grab yeah, the, the one. First, when they're gone. Open it, they are gone. Yeah. Ruth Ann was like, "Hey, I have a confession. I said you got them to cook us." And she said, "Yeah." And I said, "I haven't not gotten them." My husband was like, "There was just enough salt content in the there." Salt, yeah. I thought that you were like, "I'm gonna have to eat another one." Uh-huh. They were uh-huh. thick. The chocolate was chunky. The chocolate was chunk. Girl, I don't know what you did. I was I ate four of them yesterday. It's probably my second ingredient after baking bake is crackers. That's what they're doing. Delicious. So that was pretty fun and. uh Oh, the food at Seasons was pretty good. Oh, I did order a steak, and they did give me steak on it. It's probably healthier for me, and they're probably like, girl, But the desserts were dessert. They were dessert. They were, they were If you've never been to Seasons 52, which is owned by Darden, which owns Auburn. So come on. It's not that cool. Greatness. Right. Greatness around. Yeah, they they know what to do. I'm so surprised that Seasons 52 doesn't do bread. I know. Yeah, I mean, they're like, no, you'll wait until you yeah. okay? And you will not spoil this amazing food. But Should we go to desserts? Auburn today? Really? Or CBK? I'm, I'm, I'm free either. Okay. The hostage situation. I do like salad it is great uh the little desserts they're little i want to say shot glasses you can actually keep i mean when we used to i used to teach classes or something else and they were like yeah keep the desserts like these glasses i know didn't there was no reason to be keeping them but they did absolutely uh but it's just enough of the dessert to make you want 50 more (laughs) but for some reason the little square of it is so flavorful it's so good it's a tiny square of a cake. And yeah. they have nine different ones, and they stack them around, and you get a point, and they have a flashlight. Back to the old flashlight. Yeah, here. I know. Uh, yeah, it's delicious. What are we talking about? We're on a podcast? <laughs> Do you podcast? We met with Heather and Kim, and they are just as sweet in person as they are in their cookies. So, Yes, that was a blast. So that takes us to the end of the podcast. Do you have a 20? A 20? 
Twinterest. I'm sorry for those who are just tuning in. <laughs> 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 like, we turn this off 15 minutes ago. Do you have one? Do I have a twinny? Okay, I want to say. Oh, I I had a week. One people who don't want to be targeted in ads. Who are you? Who I are love because you? you're not me. I love being Show a targeted. Show me what I want to yes. see. Listen to my conversation, uh-huh. Zuckerberg, and and repeat it back to me in the form of yeah. things that I can buy. People are like, I opted out of uh, ad targeting. Yeah, you're still getting the ads. Like, listen, I'm, I'm opting into that. Yeah, I want you to know what I'm about to buy, yeah. and I want you to show, show me, me the best deals. Yeah, TikTok's like we're going to shove it down your throat. Yeah. Anyway, so I got targeted an ad, Ruth Ann, and this is a genius of marketing. Hallmark, if you guys still yes. have those town stores, I think they're franchises. Hallmark says to Ruthann, you can sign up for a Hallmark card club and you just get a free card from their cheap card section every month. Like clockwork, the woman runs in there and gets She loves a, uh, a card. Yeah, so she's not spending, well, she only buys, Ruthann only buys discounts. So she buy the discounted chocolate yeah. and this card. So it gets her butt in the store. But because she's looking through the cards on the shared Wi Fi network, I get served Hallmark ads all the time. They targeted this ad. It's called Better Together Toys. These this stuffy holiday Valentine's. They're like obscure things that are better together. Like it was a soy sauce stuffed animal and a sushi stuffed animal. A steak and a potato. A steak and a potato. A grape and a cheese for charcuterie. Yeah. So I got everybody one. Yes. I got everybody one that represented who they were to me. Corey's cookies and milk. It was cute. Summer when she goes. I feel like they should have made my cookie a chocolate chip though. I know. They it's all more like went, a wafer. They went a wafer cookie. <laughs> they went like an Oreo from a yeah. discounted Oreo brand. Summer always goes to season 52 and subs out the side for mac and cheese. So they had a cheese and a noodle. Yeah. Uh, Archer was trying to get in the sushi. So he soy sauce and uh, sushi to get myself. roll. Oh, you... I like to go to season 52 and get spaghetti. It was a spaghetti. And... Hey, you like to go to Olive Garden and get spaghetti. I'm oh, so sorry. Yeah, I'm sorry. <laughs> I got Heather Brookshire the same one because they like to go to Olive Garden. Yeah. So it was a spaghetti and a meatball. And, they hold, and, and the magnet brings them all together. What else did I Mom make? got, she loves the chip and sauce. So it was a chip and salsa. It was it, adorable. Yeah. And they had so many more. I went to Hallmark. Yeah. I kind of like browsing to Hallmark. Ones, big ones. And they had miniature surprise ones. Where they were in the box and you had to open them. Were they squishy or were they I don't hard? Know. It was, I think it was hard. They, they do ornaments. They had ornaments. It might have been an ornament. That. Yeah. yeah. I don't know. It was very cute. That was my turn. That was adorable. I'm on an ear journey. An Explain ear journey. Have you seen on TikTok where they are getting piercings in there? How these people are sleeping, I don't know. I don't know. But they're doing these like piercings everywhere. I know it's no longer. Okay, you people clutched your pearls right there. You back no, off. But like, it's not like I'm doing a gauge in there. It's what are you doing? just like are you planning. Doing a, are you doing an industrial bar? No. <laughs> planning. My hair's always You're planning? Up. Hair planning. I should be doing my taxes planning but i'm not uh my ears are always out because i always have my hair up because i'm baking my ears are always out there right for the and I, so i want to give someone something pretty to look at so what my is ears. your plan so crazy not ear planning <laughs> <laughs> i don't and know i don't know what's the goal i can see you got some little danglers she got, got some she's got a chain right that wraps now what my ear looks like is not what i feel like i feel like I just woke up. Yeah. My ear is a little bit fancier than yeah, I so am. So what happens in the ear out fancies the hip? You're going to have to shower? I will have to shower. Do your hair? Do my hair a little bit. But then my hair will be down covering my ear. <laughs> <laughs> That's your twitcher. So what's your next thing? Aren't you going to ear piercings? I know. You have to. I might need you to drive me. It's what? Indiana. In my car. You, you have the mood. Okay. Listen, this is why you're a brat. You're like, we're not taking my car to the 
beach trip that we do. But you take it to Pennsylvania. Where's the movie? I oh, wish buddy. I didn't. But you did. But because I have to pick up my child. <laughs> yeah, and now you're going to take your other child, me, <laughs> to reach. Yeah, there's a lot of stuff. I was listening to a podcast on how the brain works, right? And it was saying that the brain actually loves the ear planning stage. When you get the piercings, ear- your brain's going to be Yeah, like, right. Then I'll be like, done. It likes the thought of things. And once the execution happens, the brain's like, well, I got to look for something else. Like the whole dopaminergic yeah, yes. thing. So the guys in the podcast were saying that this wealthy, wealthy man had planned this extravagant trip. It was the most expensive trip of his lifetime. And he gets there and his family's there. It's this amazing hotel. And he walks to the patio that overlooks this beautiful sunset and says, I can't wait to come back next week. Like your brain is always it's looking always for, that next for the next thing. thing. So they said if you want to maximize. So I just need to be in ear planning for a while. Yeah. And so they were like, if you're planning a trip, plan it as far away as possible so you can think about it because that's where the brain likes to sit. So I was like, well, who am I to tell these smarter than me people now? So I planned our beach trip. Six for away from for July. Typically yeah. we go in June. It's June. But July. I said July. No, I said it's, we come back in June and puts us right into the July holiday week. It's late in June. Yeah, Usually we're very, very early. We're going to need you to get the quick glass books to me <laughs> before then. So testing the theory that the planning stage of yes. is better than the execution. I totally forgot that there is a college podcast after this that we have to film. So let's wrap this one Goodbye. up and dive and dive. <laughs>